Hey you guys, welcome back to the Quarter Life Revolution. I am Heather and especially welcome to this week's Millennial Moon Circle, um, which is a modern and dynamic look at how, how the astrology for the coming week, how we can like play with those energies to focus on up-leveling every aspect of our lives. Um... So this is the, I guess, astrology forecast for the week just coming now. So Monday, the 16th of July to Sunday, the 22nd. Um, I'm recording this on Saturday. Um, Just in the early evening, I'm at home sitting actually on my like little meditation corner of my house, which is basically just like a colorful rug. Um... And a cushion, like both of which that I got from op shops. Uh, Gazelle, my little cat, is playing with some dirt that she stole from one of my indoor plants. So, yep, that is, there is dirt right now sprawn, strewn all over my living room floor. Um, something I will get to. I have my brand new jungle scented candle by Grace and James, which is a Melbourne brand burning away and it smells absolutely delicious uh the heater blasting blanket on it's pretty cold um but today was actually so beautiful like the weather um in the Mornington Peninsula where I live which is just outside of, outside of Melbourne like the sun shone all day so I literally spent the entire day just soaking up the sun rays my face feels rejuvenated after such a long cold winter already and it's only mid-July um and yeah fresh out the shower and ready to get into it so yeah that is where I am what I'm doing right now so let's dive right in um this week So last week was sort of crazy. We had a lot of shifts and movements and like changes going on in the cosmos, but this week is a, well, a lot quieter. Um, So we're calling this week's theme, the integration between eclipses. So if you didn't know, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which you can probably still listen to now, because it's got a lot of relevant information really for the entire month of July, um, but we are currently in an eclipse, eclipse zone eclipse period um, which are 34-ish day periods during which eclipses are possible. Um, On Friday we had the first of the season which was a Cancer new moon eclipse and next week we will be having a full moon eclipse and then there's another new moon eclipse a couple of weeks after that which we will explore during their relevant weeks. Um, But yeah, so this week there are no massive shifts, movements or retrogrades starting. So we have a little time in between these um, two eclipses to sort of reflect on everything that's been going on so far this month. Because I know I'm not the only one who would say that July has been absolutely massive already, right? Like, so as we come into this, week we're really still riding the wave of the cancer new moon eclipse that happened on friday um using this time this week to really feel into the crisp fresh new start that the eclipse gave you like where in your life are you wanting more freshness a new beginning 
this new moon eclipse was very much all about new starts. So whichever area of your life was coming up for you that was like, yes, here, change, now, freshness, newness, whatever, whatever it was, like this is the week that you can really dive into like how is that going to look for you? Like how it is going to look, look <clears throat> how it is going to look might start to become a bit more clear to you. Like it might have just been during the eclipse that you were just like, oh, you know, this area, this is where I want change. And so you may have started to do the work to really clear that slate, but you don't really know what you want moving forward. Like you don't know what you want it to evolve into. Um, So as we really ride with that wave of that energy during the start of this week, we can explore what shape that's going to take. New ideas might be coming to the surface. Um, Yeah, just getting an idea of what you want the change to bring because with every thing that we learn to let go with every death with everything we clear out like there becomes this beautiful space for a new beginning um and that is what this new moon eclipse has really bought the space that a new beginning brings and as we move forward from it I guess building towards this total lunar eclipse we can really start to decide what shape we want the newness to take And then as we reach the total lunar eclipse, we can really call that in and ask for it to be delivered to us and see how it's going to look moving forward. But as I said, we'll get to that. Let's not jump ahead into that. Um, So, yeah, like let's – you can really look at what came up for you during this eclipse on Friday. Um, Eclipses tend to bring things to the surface, like they illuminate – the places in our lives that we may have been hiding from, the people we've been hiding from, um, the things about ourselves we haven't dealt with, the relationships we haven't dealt with, the lingering job issues or relationship issues or friendship issues or health issues or whatever that we haven't dealt with, they could really have been brought to the surface during this eclipse time Um, or they might still be surfacing over the next few weeks. And so just look at the areas in your life where you're just like, oh, yeah, it's probably time for me to deal with that. Um, There might be something that you've been repressing for a long time, not being willing to deal with yet, or even something that you had no idea was buried down there that's really come to the surface. And, you know, now's the time. Now is the time to look at these, let it come to the surface, like, Probably if it's like what I'm going through, you don't really have a choice. You're being forced to deal with it. And so use this time to sit down and actually deal with your shit. Okay. Um, I will actually just use my personal example of what came up for me during this eclipse because I feel like listening to personal experiences always makes it easier to understand what I'm trying to say, you know, like when I talk about new beginnings, you know, new moons, new new moons, and especially new moon eclipses being fresh, clean slates or new beginnings, it doesn't always mean like, oh, you know, you quit your job or you leave your partner or whatever. It can be um, emotional shifts or just mindset shifts or things that, like I said, you have been repressing that come to the surface that you know are going to be integral in your healing or whatever it is that you're going through Um, and for me that was sort of what it looked like so if you listen to 
uh, my podcast from the middle of the week, actually, um, which was all about learning to own your shadow, like the shadow side of yourself, then you know that I have been reading this book um, called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford and exploring my shadow side. So uh, if you really want to like get an idea of what the shadow side is and what I'm working through at the moment and how it's improving my life tenfold, um, you can listen to that podcast episode. It's the third podcast episode. Um, but basically our shadow is rejected parts of ourselves and stories that we have repressed um, that live in our subconscious mind and basically like ruin our entire lives and make us feel unworthy of the things that we want or unlovable or just stories that we've lived with our entire lives that we don't even realize are there that are, yeah, ruining our lives, as I said. So I have for a long time been having a really tough time moving on from a past relationship and learning how to like let people in, uh, specifically like let love in um, and like residue from the pain of how this relationship ended has been colouring like my self-worth, my ability to trust, my abandonment issues and like just my willingness to be open to love and let someone love me because I have these like this idea that I'm not worthy of it. Um, and so on the morning of the eclipse, as I was doing, working through one of the meditations in the dark side of the light chases, um, specifically around like, why am I, <laughs> why do I think I'm unworthy of love, blah, blah, blah. Like what is blocking me from this was sort of the questions that I was asking during the meditation. Um just like exploring my subconscious blocks around love and just during the meditation, like probably halfway in and nothing was coming up, nothing was coming up, all the same stuff that has been coming up that I already have like realized and worked through was coming up. But then all of a sudden this voice clear as day was like, it's not him that's blocking you. A him being my ex, this person that I believe is causing these subconscious blocks to love that make me feel unworthy. So it's not him that is actually causing the feelings of unworthiness. This voice was like, it was like, it's a, it's your high school crush. Okay. So this guy that I had on and off from about ages 14 to 18, been obsessed with, been in love with, been convinced was the one. It turns out, you know, I realized this during meditation that I had never fully accepted the rejection and the feeling of unworthiness that is like still attached to me because I never fully released him and I never really came to terms with the fact that we weren't going to be together, like with him not wanting me. I've kept the option of that open this entire time and like, you know, it's not like I've spoken to this guy <laughs> since high school. It's just energetically I had that open and because I hadn't spoken to him, because it wasn't something I had consciously realized, it was just a subconscious thing. I hadn't had the awareness before to be like, oh, I'm still holding on to this. And so 
all the feelings that I had with him of like not being worthy, not being cool enough, not being pretty enough, not being worthy of his love, him being too good for me, blah, 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 like being a friend, but that's all I could ever be sort of thing that is still lingering around and attached to me and attaching itself to every person that tries to give me love. Like, I guess it's like relationships and not, but especially my relationships with dudes. So, and I even realized like, as I came to this realization, it was like one of those realizations where it just washes over you and you're just like, oh, (laughs) like so much is explained now. And so I was just going through it. And I realized that my ex was a mirror for him, like down to the way that he looked and like the way that he disliked everybody in the world, except for me, like making me feel so special, just the same way that this crush had. Everything was so reflective of this high school experience. Um, And so like by being with this ex, it was a way for me to try and prove that I was lovable by this crush. Like I was trying to get that validation. And then when I was eventually, when we broke up, rejected and unwanted by the ex, it just further ingrained my belief that I was unlovable. And, you know, like, like I said, like, this is someone I have not spoken to for over eight years. And I just came to this realization that he has been blocking me, um, to, yeah, he's my block to accepting that I am lovable. I mean, there might be other blocks down there, but this is the one that really came up this week during this eclipse. So like how insane (laughs) is like doing the work of uncovering your oppression? Honestly, I was just like, oh my God. Um, And yeah, so that's what this eclipse unearthed for me. So for you, it might be something more tangible. Like it might be that, oh God, I want to quit my job or, oh God, I'm not in love with my partner or, oh God, whatever it is, you know, or it might be one of those more like emotional blocks that you realize has been blocking you or whatever it is. Um, just use your intuition to sort of guide you for how to move through it and how to, um, journey into this new week and really start this new start using it. Um, yeah, settle into it during this week. So for me, the new beginning meant doing the cord cutting exercise I described in one of my most recent blog posts. Um, eh, I can't remember which one it was, but basically I imagined myself during like this same meditation sitting across from the crush from high school, like thanking him for all the laughter, all the good times that we had and telling him that, you know, I loved him, but I was ready to let him go. Then I pictured myself, like I pictured So it's like an energetic cord cutting exercise and basically you like picture this, the cord of energy that like attaches you to them, like it's what you're still holding on to and then you just picture yourself cutting it and so I physically like moved my hands, cut it and then like turned around and burnt my half of the cord in this big fire and just watched it go away and just, he was behind me and it was all gone, like literally figuratively behind me, moving on. Um, and so now like with this new insight, 
an understanding of where this idea that I'm unworthy of love comes from, I can move forward knowing that I'm not actually fundamentally unlovable. (laughs) I simply like I was young and 16 and wanted validation and ended up letting one human, one pretty darn unhappy human, (laughs) decide whether or not I was worthy of love for a very long time. And with that, I can decide that I'm not going to do that anymore. So, um, yeah, this wave of new moon energy is then going to guide us quite gently, actually, hopefully for most of us, towards the moon for this week, which is a first quarter moon in Libra on Friday the 20th of July. Um, So first quarter moons are a time of setting foundations of the first building blocks. We've had our fresh start. We've had that new moon. We've rode the wave and gotten really clear on what we're leaving behind and what we desire from this fresh start. We've been gifted. And so now we can lay our foundation and take those first tentative but actionable steps um, to creating the changes that we've decided we desire. So, and then, I mean, in Libra, in Libra, a first quarter moon has the superpower, the Libra superpower of showing what we need to do in order to remain balanced in the completion of these goals. So this could be making plans for the balance between rest, work and play. If what you're building towards is an empire or balance between alone time and time spent together. If what you're building is partnership. Um, it could be balance between the different aspects of your personality, um, balance between the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine, the light and the dark, balance in friendships, whatever it is, like um, channel the this lovely, gentle, graceful Libra energy into your foundation that you begin to build this week um, because honestly, like... <laughs> A balanced foundation sounds pretty good, like pretty sturdy, something that we can continue to build upon. Um, also, also, also on this Libra first quarter. So Libra is massive on collaboration. It's the sign of partnership um, and, you know, working with other people. So it might be a good time now to bring in like fellow masterminds or get a second opinion or third or whatever it is, or just like hang out with your friends and brainstorm ideas, like bounce ideas off each other. Um, If it's love, you're looking, and I guess that's like more if you're looking for this fresh start in career type of things. Um, But if it's love, you're looking for a fresh beginning in, maybe it could be that someone you know knows someone like a friend or something it's time for them to ask like oh hey like is there anything anyone you can think of to introduce me to like it could be that this Libra sense of connection leads to the partnership or whatever it is that you're looking for um and then if you are already with someone Libra is all about peace and yeah balance harmony she loves to be peaceful um so It's a really good time, this moon, to have those talks with your partner. Um, The energies of the week are supportive of coming to a peaceful agreement and maybe seeing a little bit eye to eye, seeing both sides of the story. 
and deciding together like how you want to move forward if it is like some sort of a change that came up for the two of you that you want to create um, with this new moon. That being said though, there is definitely plenty still of the fiery Mars retrograde tempers flying around. So just be particularly gentle, graceful and Libra-esque with anyone seeming a little bit edgy if you do decide to undertake some sort of a peace talk, especially if that's someone you live with because that could get quite messy. Okay, um, and that was all I was going to say about the moon. Um, Next up, so (laughs) Jupiter is direct. This happened last week after four months of retrograde in Scorpio. Jupiter went direct last week and I can just say like, yes, (laughs) thank God, like fellow fire signs. Um, So my rising sign is Aries. So I have a very fiery, impulsive nature and it longs to move and be on the go at all times. Um, and so yeah, fellow fire signs, we can finally move. We can take our foot off the brakes and finally follow through on all the ideas that have just been swarming around our wild minds as Jupiter retrograde pretty much forced us kicking and screaming into rest during the past four months. Um, but I did just want to say, like, as we integrate back into the feelings of Jupiter direct, um, just as we integrate this Cancer New Moon, we need to remember what we learnt during the journey, like during the last four months or during the eclipse or whatever it is. Like, And so I guess for me and for a lot of us, what we learnt during Jupiter retrograde was that rest is essential no matter what it is that you are wanting to create. Like it is certainly, rest is certainly easier for some signs than others. But remember to schedule your me time and honor it. Like you just cannot show up as your best self if you're run down. And you probably learned this via all the burnout that made you slow down during Jupiter retrograde. And yes, (laughs) fellow Aries influenced humans, I am definitely talking directly to you. We had a pretty rough time there. And yeah, if you're anything like me, it was a lot of burnout. So prioritize your self-care during this time. And then with that message, that sort of to, um, with that message to like prioritize self-care and rest, that Len leads me perfectly actually into the last thing that I wanted to speak about for the energies of this week, which is that this is the last week of cancer season. So the last week of cancer sun season, so it moves actually yeah it moves into Leo next Sunday I'm pretty sure so we can revel in these cozy homebody vibes for the last week of them and just really integrate everything that we learned about ourselves uh, during this past month of cancer so yeah I live in Melbourne well just outside of Melbourne and it is pretty deep winter right now and the mornings are chilly the afternoons are rainy rainy like except for today today was absolutely stunning (laughs) um and so during this time we can really retreat into our little crab shells and soak up the pleasure of our own company um I feel like if being alone is not something you're used to this last week of cancer might be a 
powerful time to just begin to take an hour or so per day, nothing much, just in your own company and really begin that journey of understanding who you are, like away from all the outside noise that can really um, try and define us for ourselves. Rather like spend that time alone and get to know who you are away from the crowds and away from the relationships and away from the friendships and away from Instagram or whatever it is, like just get to know you. Um, and on that note, I will talk about, so I, what I'm super excited about is that I just launched on Friday, a new blog series, um, on www.heatherman.com.au, which is my website. Um, if you go to musings, you can find all my blogs and every Friday I'm going to be posting for this series. And it's all about how we can, like channel the energy of the particular sun season that we're in. So like Aries season, Taurus season, you know what I mean? Um, How we can channel the energies of these seasons to massively like upgrade different areas of our lives. Um, So pretty much how I think it's going to roll, but it will take shape as it goes along, is that at the beginning of every sun season, I will choose a few themes, words, or aspects of life that we're going to upgrade and up-level that relate to that current sun season. Um, And then there will be weekly blog posts on Fridays, which will reflect how how we can go about upgrading in these areas or in accordance with these words or these themes or whatever it is that we're working on. Um, So there's going to be like ideas, journaling prompts, exercises, meditations, practices, like just whatever else I feel flows. As I said, it will probably take shape as we go along and I'm super excited about it. Um, And yeah, so I was too excited to really start until, well, to wait until like the start of Leo season to start. I want to get straight into it. So we are already in with Cancer. Um, the two themes slash words that I chose for cancer season, well, like the rest of, were self-care and soften. So you can join in for these last couple of weeks to upgrade our self-care practices, like really change our lifestyles to be one of like deep self-care and then um, to, well, next week or like this Friday's post, I guess, will be all about softening those tough crab shells that have developed, that we have put on to protect us from the outside world that, yes, can be quite tough to negotiate sometimes if we're soft. Um, But to really soften those tough crab shells and just, like, open up to receive the love that people are definitely wanting to give us that we might block them from by activating these tough little shells. Um, so if you want to keep up to date with this, like sign up for my mailing list on my website, the links are pretty easy to find to sign up and yeah, you can join in on this up leveling of our lives. Um, oh, the other thing I did pull a card for us this week. I think that's something fun. I'm sort of, sort of. Often on learning tarot, 
slash teaching myself I'm definitely no tarot reader and still the internet is my best friend when it comes to cards but yeah I decided it might be fun to pull a card for the week during these millennial moon circles too and this week I pulled us the knight of wands um so the knight of wands is a card of passion and excitement and moving forward and I feel like this is a really good card to sort of reflect like well, number one, like the first quarter moon, it's like, yes, we're building that foundation. We're actually taking steps to create that change that we envisioned at the new moon. Um, and also of Jupiter going direct, it's like, you know, we've got the ideas. We've got the plan and we are ready to go. Like we've, we've had our time of rest. We've analyzed like what we are passionate about, what we truly want to create. And we are like moving forward. So I feel like this card really beautifully reflects everything that we talked about. And yes, I feel like that is all I've got for you for this week. Um, I am going to leave it there, I guess. Um, Yeah, so you can contact me via my website. There's a contact me form or you can email contact at heatherman.com.au um you can ask any questions I would love to hear how these astrological movements are affecting your life whatever comes up um yeah I will talk to you later in the week I'm guessing all right stay cozy bye